Welcome to the Restaurant Boiler Room, episode 14. I'm your host, Rick Ormsby, Managing Director at Unbridled Capital. Today in the Boiler Room, McDonald's will no longer fight minimum wage legislation. Special purpose acquisition companies called SPACs for restaurant acquisitions. Papa Murphy's sold to MTY Food Group. New leadership at CKE Restaurants. And GPS Hospitality enters the Pizza Hut system. The Restaurant Boiler Room is a one-stop shop for multi-million dollar merger and acquisition activity and financial complexities affecting the franchise restaurant industry. We talk money, deals, valuations, and risk delivered to the front door of franchisees, private equity firms, family offices, large investors, and franchisors on an every other week basis. Feel free to find our content at Unbridled Capital's website at www.unbridledcapital.com. Now, let's enter the boiler room. Our first point for today is McDonald's will no longer fight minimum wage legislation. Various news outlets have reported that McDonald's has reversed course and will now no longer lobby against minimum wage increases. In a recent letter sent to the National Restaurant Association, McDonald's stated that, going forward, McDonald's Corp. will not use our resources, including lobbyists or staff, to oppose minimum wage increases at the federal, state, or local levels, nor will we participate in association advocacy efforts designed expressly to defeat wage increases. Now, commentary here. This announcement could be partly symbolic, but it's also concerning for many restaurant operators across the country. It's difficult to make money as a franchisee in the face of increased competition, new unit development cannibalization, commodity cost increases, and labor shortages. Federal minimum wage currently sits at $7.25 per hour, and most franchisees are paying average hourly rates closer to $10 per hour, depending on the geography, because of the extremely tight labor market. There are 21 remaining states where the federal minimum wage of $7.25 still applies, 11 of which are considered southern states. Now, the effect on M&A, with their massive global reach and sales, McDonald's has a huge advantage in their ability to spend on technology. They just bought Dynamic Yield Limited, a decision logic technology company which predicts consumer behaviors. Perhaps this is a continued step at moving towards automation of the labor model at McDonald's, and whoever figures out this automation and can cut labor in stores will be at an enormous competitive advantage versus competition. Perhaps, too, McDonald's is thinking that it is in a stronger market position than its competitors and can outlast them as wage increases will force some unprofitable restaurant businesses to close their doors. Our second point for the day is special purpose acquisition companies called SPACs used for restaurant acquisitions. Now, the background here is that Danny Klein recently reported that Chuck E. Cheese is going public again, this time through a SPAC, special purpose acquisition company. CEC Entertainment, which also owns Peter Piper Pizza, said it expects to have a $1.4 billion enterprise valuation following the merger, or seven and a half times the company's estimated 2019 adjusted EBITDA of about $187 million. Now, comments here. What interests me here is the use of, a, of the SPAC to complete this transaction. A special purpose acquisition company is a publicly traded company that raises a blind pool of capital through an IPO for the purpose of acquiring an existing company. The money raised through the IPO of a SPAC is put into a trust where it is held until the SPAC identifies an opportunity, a merger and acquisition opportunity, to pursue with the invested funds. In plain terms, basically a management team raises public money from shareholders without an investment in mind. It's a risky investment, certainly, but one that can provide capital 
and flexibility for management teams of small and mid-sized companies outside the traditional regulations and registration processes of a larger IPO. I've seen SPAC deals in the restaurant industry in recent years. I haven't worked on any with clients. However, my impression is that the structure is very attractive for management in small and mid-sized, especially distressed situations where a traditional equity and bank financing acquisition model is difficult. So perhaps SPACs will become a more common part of our vocabulary going forward. We'll see. Our third point for the day is Papa Murphy's sold to MTY Food Group. Now the background here is that MTY Food Group, Inc. will acquire Papa Murphy's, the Vancouver, Washington-based take-and-bake pizza company. MTY will acquire all the shares of Papa Murphy's stock for cash at about $6.45 per share for a total cost of about $190 million, according to a recent press release. MTY is based in Canada and owns almost 6,000 locations across the brands of Taco Time, Baja Fresh, Cold Stone Creamery, Blimpy Subs, Pinkberry, and TCBY Frozen Yogurt. Now, Papa Murphy's was originally founded in 1981 under the name Papa Aldo's. The company adopted the Papa Murphy's name after merging with another take-and-bake pizza chain called Murphy's Pizza in 1995. Papa Murphy's puts out a great product, it does, but sales and unit growth have languished in recent years as the industry has been saturated with competition and convenience at extremely low price points from pizza competitors. The pace of franchisor takeovers continues to be high and has been high over the past several years. So expect this trend to continue this year in 2019, especially as legacy brands struggle to find capital to support new technologies, marketing programs, and the health of their franchise systems. Our fourth point for the day is new leadership at CKE Restaurants. Now, the background here is that Jonathan Mays just reported that CKE Restaurants named Ned Lyerly as the company's new CEO. Lyerly was the company's president of International previously and has over 30 years of experience with the brands. He succeeds Jason Marker, who served as CEO for two years after a successful tenure as president of KFC in the United States. We certainly wish Jason the best in his future endeavors. Now, comments here, both Hardee's and Carl's have struggled to keep market share in recent years as competition from other burger chains has really intensified. Additionally, a high concentration of Carl's franchisees are on the West Coast, where wage increases have caused the most pressure to restaurant P&Ls. Mays reports Carl's had a sales drop of 4.4% in 2018, while Hardee's declined by about 3%, according to Technomic Top 500 Chain Restaurant Report. Now, the effects on M&A, CKE needs to refresh on its older assets to compete more effectively with other brands. Refocusing on their homemade breakfast products should be key as well. Many franchisees have lamented the $5 strategy employed also by KFC and Taco Bell, as Hardee's and Carl's Jr. had previously cast themselves as a premium burger player. Competing on price is always a dangerous but often necessary strategy. The unintended consequence is that oftentimes your most loyal customers will trade down, lowering ticket averages more than sales added from new customers who come in the front door. As M&A continues to be strong throughout the franchise industry, franchisees in these two brands should expect EBITDA multiples that are lower than their burger peers. However, many buyers are attracted to the high unit count portfolios of some of the Hardee's and Carl's Jr. franchisees, and in this market where everything's high-priced, the opportunity for a turnaround is actually appealing to many buyers. 
Our fifth point for today is GPS hospitality enters the Pizza Hut system. The background here is that we at Unbridled Capital recently provided sell-side advisory to the Bullock Scott Restaurant Group and Carica Enterprises on the sale of 45 Pizza Hut restaurants in Tennessee, Georgia, and Alabama. The restaurants were sold to new franchisee GPS Hospitality, one of the country's largest restaurant operators with roughly $650 million in annual revenues and 388 Burger Kings and 19 Popeye's restaurants across the United States. Says the seller Jeff Bullock, Rick and his team at Unbridled Capital did a superb job for our family. We knew we needed an advisor who had connections with family offices and large franchisees outside of the Pizza Hut system, and Unbridled specializes in making a broader market beyond the existing franchise base to get higher prices with lower deal risk. Indeed, they brought several well-capitalized buyers to our business to make offers at record prices. Equally as important, they provided substantial help in finding solutions during due diligence with lease assignment challenges and with asset allocations to positively impact our tax liability. We would wholeheartedly recommend them to anyone considering the sale of their franchise. Well, thanks a bunch, Jeff. My comment here is that Unbridled is very thankful to Jeff and his entire family for the opportunity to have represented them and wish them the best in the next stage of their lives. Over the past 18 months, Unbridled, indeed, has sold a bunch of Pizza Hut businesses, over a dozen, I'd say, many of them to family office buyers we've introduced to the Pizza Hut brand. In this case, we are super excited to welcome GPS Hospitality to Pizza Hut. They are absolutely great people with a proven track record of world-class operations and brand stewardship. Congratulations and warm wishes to Tom Garrett, Scott Jasinski, Chris Phillips, and the entire GPS team. And as a condition of this closing, Unbridled Capital will make a, a charitable contribution to the Pizza Hut Museum at Wichita State University. We want to show our respects to the fantastic legacy of the Pizza Hut brand, and we want to be a blessing because we have been blessed. Well, thanks very much. For entering the boiler room today. You can find our podcasts on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, TuneIn, and Spotify. If you like these podcasts, please listen, rate, and review. I also encourage you to visit our website at www.unbridledcapital.com for the best franchise M&A and financial resources in our industry. Our website includes podcasts, videos, white papers, and a list of our M&A transactions. Please note that neither Rick Ormsby nor Unbridled Capital LLC give legal, financial, or tax advice. These podcasts represent opinions that have been prepared for informational purposes only. We expressly disclaim any and all liabilities that may be based on such information, errors therein, or omissions therefrom.